is we got in that Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program, and that's what really sent our company to the top. And it is time for the Your Next Move segment, where we talk about different economic development jobs, open career opportunities around the nation. Lineage Logistics is opening a new automated next generation distribution center for Smithfield Foods. This 50 page document provides new and additional information about eligible and ineligible uses, as well as eligibility and allocations for ARPA funding. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Chad Chancellor. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Welcome to this week's YouTube newscast from Next Move Group. I am tired. If I look tired, I don't apologize. I have been moving for the last three days. And actually, uh, the last three weekends, because I worked a little, then I worked a little, and then this week moved with movers and so on and so forth. I don't wish it on my worst enemy. I mean, I had movers to help me, and it was still miserable. I have now moved I don't know how many times in my life. And I hope to goodness, maybe I don't, I'm not going to move many more, but I moved from New Orleans to Florida. And I want to explain that move because I actually put it on my Facebook and several economic developers reached out to me and said, Chad, are you closing next move group? Are you moving to Florida for a job? What exactly are you doing? Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Uh, last fall, I got me a place in Florida, a beach place uh, to enjoy. And at the time I thought about keeping New Orleans and keeping Florida. Uh, my family's always like coming over here for the beach and I always enjoyed it. And it's a totally different vibe than living in a downtown area, you know, being on the beach. I mean, you really can't see it, but the water is literally right here. And I don't mind telling you our tax bill came along. What was it? April 18th, two or three weeks ago now. And, and I, I was shocked at how high it was. I mean, it was very, very high. And, you know, we're paying in all the time. You would be shocked. I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to sound like I'm belly aching. Uh, but you would be shocked to know the amount of taxes that we pay to the federal government and all the different states that we operate in. You'd be absolutely shocked. So we basically are doing a site selection for ourselves. Florida has no state income taxes. So if we move our LLC to Florida uh, with me living here full time, then that is going to size reduce our tax implications and so that is that is what we're doing so no i didn't move here for a job moved here because i like i love new orleans i was in new orleans seven years i absolutely loved it um but this is a different you know kind of a different phase of life i've done that now i've enjoyed it i now like being here at the beach so as part of our tax strategy we're also moving our office from st louis city to st louis county the St. Louis office. So down here, we're in Florida now. Up there, we're going to move from St. Louis City to St. Louis County. That saves quite a bit in regards to taxes. And so, uh, you know, we do site selection work for companies. We've got a big one we're working on right now. We're almost finished with. I'm actually going to be on site visits this week with it in Georgia. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we're going to get that one wrapped up soon. But, you know, we had to sometimes, you know, when we wrote those tax bills, we had to do a siting for our own selves. And if you just compare the tax tax rates, it makes no sense not to do what we're doing. So for those of you out there, you know, some people say, well, you're still going to do Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Of course we are. Of course we are. I still be going to New Orleans all the time. Of course we'll have Mardi Gras over there. This was simply a site selection choice uh, of our own and something that, that I'm very, very excited about. Now, 
that the moving's over. And I will tell you, uh, every time before I moved, I moved because a job took me somewhere. You know, I moved to Lawrenceburg, Tennessee to run the Chamber of Commerce. I moved to Paducah, Kentucky to run the economic When I left Paducah, I moved to New Orleans to start Next Move Group, and that was the proper move. Uh, as part of being in New Orleans, we got in that Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program, and that's what really sent our company to the top. One of the reasons we had to pay so many taxes because we were highly profitable. So thanks to Goldman Sachs for that. We would not have been chosen for that without New Orleans. So I will always be loyal to New Orleans. I will always consider New Orleans home. And as part of that program, they challenged all of the entrepreneurs in that program to think of an exit strategy. So most small businesses build a business to sell it. They challenged us to think of an exit strategy. And in, in the envelope, I wrote that when I turned 40, we would have people to run the company so that I didn't have to run it on a day-to-day basis. So that all goes along with this decision. But that's all been calculated since 2017, five years now, we've been working on that. And so that's exactly what we're doing. Interestingly, our Florida business is already picking up. Uh, I did, I think, eight or nine county board. We called them trainings, and somebody said, I wish you hadn't called it training. This was more strategy and visioning, and I don't like to be trained, but I love the vision. So we're going to start calling them strategies and visioning. Did eight in Florida the last two weeks. So I'm also wore out from that in addition to the movement. Here's a testimonial from Sewanee County where we did one of the trainings and tested. Well, I guess we're going to call it visioning sessions now. It went absolutely fantastic. So for those of you who need help with your board, if you're uh, uh, in small communities need help visioning, we will be happy to do that. That rolls into our movement. We got a new movement member last week, so very happy to welcome that community to the movement. Uh, we're going to offer our current movement pricing until the first week of June. June is our two-year anniversary. It's actually funny. I'm getting all kind of notifications on my phone of when we were first building the movement. Now we got 100 videos later. So in the movement, we have the board training, elected officials training, how to do your resume, what size utility lines you need for your industrial parts, grants available. We put out a new show every single Tuesday. So we're going to honor the current prices until the first week of June. And then after that, if you're not in by then, prices are going to double. Now, any customers who have joined prior to that will always pay the same low price you always have. You're not going to be affected. But we don't think it's right for somebody to come in two years later, pay the same price as our existing customers and have all the content you know, access to in the library. So we're going to double that price come June. So if you want in, we will be promoting that this month. So if you want in, get in now. We're very, very active in our site selection business with a project we hope to be citing soon. Uh, we got several proposals out right now, so that's heating up. Got a bunch of executive searches, as you've seen. We just landed a big strategic planning client out of North Dakota we're looking to get started with in late May. I don't mind telling you, I, I look forward to going to North Dakota in late May. I think that'll be a good time to get out of the heat down here. This weekend is the Kentucky Derby, and I will be going again. This will be my first derby since COVID. I, I went to seven or eight derbies in a row, uh, seven or eight. One year I couldn't go to the derby. I went to the Kentucky Oaks, which is almost as good, the Friday race. But anyway, I went to seven or eight in a row on derby weekend, you know, and then COVID hit and didn't go the last two or three. So I'll be going this weekend. Anybody who watches this, if you happen to be there, and it is the best event I think I've ever been to, if you happen to be there, let me know. I will come find you. The way that works is you can all, you know, you can move around a good bit as long as you're not going up in the sections, you know, if you, you can move around a very good bit so I could come meet you. Every time I've done the Derby, I end up meeting people all around. It's clubhouse. 
in all those different areas. If you're in the jockey suites, that is where we will be on Friday and Saturday for Kentucky Derby. I tell people I've done the Super Bowl when the Saints won. I've done two Final Fours. I've done a Masters. I have done everything. The Kentucky Derby is the best sporting event there is. Uh, they race all day long on Saturday. And the Kentucky Derby is about the 11th or 12th, 13th race, something like that. And most of the time they wait 45 minutes to an hour between races. But one, you know, between the last race before the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Derby is about 90 minutes. That is as good of a 90-minute pregame as there is in all of sports. You can literally feel the momentum building. Now, the last two Kentucky Derbies I went to, it rained. It rained the whole time, so you couldn't feel it as much. Four Kentucky Derbies ago I went to, it was so cold you couldn't see straight. So I'm hoping for good weather. Hadn't had a lot of good weather Kentucky Derbies lately. When it is, that is as good as it gets. So if you ever get a chance to go, you ought to go. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals are struggling right now, struggling. You know, just lost the game to the Diamondbacks, uh, about 500 team, which is kind of what I thought the Cardinals would be. They got off to a good start, but the Brewers are winning now. Cardinals, they've won eight or nine in, you know, of the last ten. Cardinals are three or four games out. Mississippi State just lost a devastating loss to Missouri. Missouri just hit a home run in the bottom of the night to beat Mississippi State. That probably ends our NCAA tournament chances. We had a shot. If we'd have beat them today, uh, but we lost. We lost to Missouri. They're the last team in the conference, and they beat us up in Columbia, the uh, worst team in the conference, and they beat us on a home run. Took two out of three from us. Injuries have caught up to us. And so we play Florida next week at home. Florida's struggling. Unless we sweep Florida, it's hard for me to see a way for us to get in the NCAA tournament. And that's a shame considering we won the national title. But I will certainly be patient with Chris Lamonis and the Mississippi State Bulldog. And this week's golf tip before I wrap up, because I have got to get some sleep. I don't have all these boxes unpacked yet. I've got I've got 90% of the boxes unpacked. I don't know how I accumulated so much stuff. See, in Larchburg, Tennessee, I lived in a four-bedroom place. And then in Paducah, I lived in a three-bedroom. And I guess I kept all my stuff. There, I went to New Orleans to a two-bedroom and, and must have kept to say, I, I got stuff everywhere. I gotta, I've got to get all this stuff put up. I've never been so tired, so I hope I don't move again for a while. Anyway, the golf tip of the week. If you're struggling with your putting, here's what I want you to do. I wish I had a penny sitting here. Stack you two pennies on top of each other. Two pennies on top of each other. And practice your putting where you only knock the top one off. You don't knock the bottom one off. Two pennies on top of each other. Don't put a ball on it. Putt and knock that top penny off. What that will do is make your stroke be level in the hitting area. A lot of people uh, come up on it. If you do that, you're probably going to knock both pennies. If you're level, the only way really to knock that top penny off is to be level and be accelerated. If you're level through the putt, and you're accelerating, you're going to make a lot more putts. You try that golf tip, I think you'll start making them. Now that summer's coming, it's time to get the golf clubs out. Due to various demands on time and resources, economic development and trade and export agencies often struggle to complete effective market research and business outreach campaigns. For the past 10 plus years, Research FDI, along with our affiliated consulting groups at Research B2B and FDI 365, 
have leveraged our in-house knowledge, resources, and expertise in market research and consulting to help over 250 organizations directly facilitate inward investment attraction and new trade and export opportunities for their regions across a wide variety of industry sectors. Our highly personalized services and best cost-to-quality ratio in the industry ensures our client satisfaction, leading to repeat customers year after year. What are you waiting for? Leave the market research and business outreach to the expert team at Research FDI. To learn more about our services, contact us today. Hey everybody, Alex Metzger here. Welcome to the newscast and it is time for the Your Next Move segment where we talk about different economic development jobs, open career opportunities around the nation. And we're gonna start with a Next Move group search that we launched last week. So this is the Executive Director of the Montgomery County Action Council. This is a Montgomery County, Kansas. So they're going to pay around seventy-five dollars to $95,000. This is a, uh, a area that has won lots of projects, have lots of things under development. So you have a lot of momentum coming. Plus you have four industrial parks. So if you want to win now, they are poised for success here in Montgomery County. You're located kind of right in between um, Tulsa and Kansas City, as well as Joplin and Wichita. So if you want some more information about this one, go to the nextmovegroup.com backslash Montgomery. Also, we're doing a search in Garrett County, Maryland. So this is the Director of Community Development. So this is for the county organization in Garrett County, Maryland. It's going to pay ninety dollars to $105,000. Deadline to apply is next Friday. Those of you all who are not familiar with Garrett County, this is an amazing area of the country. Just, just beautiful, beautiful area. They've got lakes. You, they've got mountains. You can ski there in the winter. Located about 40 minutes from Morgantown, Morgantown West Virginia. Just under two hours from Pittsburgh and probably a little over two hours from DC, but a fantastic quality of life. And they need somebody to take all these assets and grow their tax base. So if you'd like more information on the Garrett County, Maryland position, go to the nextmovegroup.com backslash Garrett County. Also, Putnam County Chamber of Commerce. This is in Putnam County, Florida. We are searching there for a vice president of economic development. Now, the Putnam County Chamber has had a lot of success, accredited accreditations, won tons of awards, a very good organization, not to mention you're living in Florida right close to Jacksonville, Gainesville, um, no income tax, beautiful area, warm, and a very successful organization. So I strongly suggest you look at this um, opportunity. It's seventy dollars to $80,000 pay. Deadline is also next Friday, so you can reach out to Brittany at thenextmovegroup.com backslash Putnam if you'd like some more information. Now on to other searches around the nation that might pique your interest. And we're going to start in Greenville, North Carolina. So this is the Greenville ENC Alliance, uh, an organization many of you all have probably heard of. They're hunting a new president. So Greenville, North Carolina, Pitt County, I believe. East Carolina University is there. Great quality of life. Wonderful geography. So many assets. And it's going to pay two hundred twenty-five to $250,000. I believe it's a staff of, of five or six. So a spectacular organization. Very well paying. The Nautical Group is doing this search. So if you want some more information, reach out to jrs at the nauticalgroup.com. 
just up the road a little bit in Prince George County, Virginia. They're hunting a director of economic development. Ninety to $100,000 pay there. Prince George County, uh, located right along I-95, north-south, probably about 30 minutes south of Richmond, I believe, and only an hour and a half south of D.C. So uh, great East Coast opportunity. This is a county position, and they are doing the search themselves. So go to PrinceGeorgeCountyVA.gov for more information. And to end our segment today, we're going to talk about the Little Rock Regional Chamber. Little Rock, Arkansas is hunting a vice president of economic development. So this is going to um, be overseeing the entire staff there that's in charge of economic development, the existing industry, the new business recruitment, workforce development, data and research department. So you'd be working for Jay Cheshire down there. He is doing the search himself. So reach out to him directly. But the Little Rock Regional Chamber, fantastic organization. Um, this is a very good opportunity paying $120,000 to $130,000. You've got a couple weeks before that search closes. So uh, reach out to May 15th if you want any of those. I'd like to thank you all for tuning into our segment today. If we can be of any help putting you in touch with some of these opportunities or if you have any interest in some of the searches that Next Move Group is doing, please reach out to our staff and we will try to connect you with the proper people. Again, thank you very much. Hope everybody has a spectacular week and enjoy that weather out there. And we'll see you next time. Hello and welcome to this week's Rounding the Bases segment. This is CEO Chuck Sexton. We're going to go through some of the wins in small to mid-sized communities that have occurred over the last couple of weeks. Jack Links, the global leader in meat snacks, will establish a new manufacturing facility in Perry, Georgia. The $450 million project is expected to create 800 jobs. Sticking in Georgia, East Jordan Plastics, one of the largest horticultural container manufacturers in North America, will establish a new facility in Lyons, Georgia. $44 million project, 80 new jobs, 250,000 square foot facility in Toombs County. They're going to start with logistics and distribution. They're going to add recycling and manufacturing in the next five years. Hydro Aluminum, uh, this is a division of Norsk Hydro, one of the largest aluminum companies in the world, plans to construct a new facility in the village of Kasopolis, Michigan. The $150 million project is expected to create 67 new jobs. Teva Building Products, a polyvinyl chloride decking company, plans to establish operations in Blackville, South Carolina. The $8.3 million project is expected to create 122 new jobs in Barnwell County. The company is going to manufacture PVC and other building materials. Simrise Pet Food, a global leader in the pet food industry, will establish its North American headquarters in Hodges, South Carolina. The $65.5 million project is expected to create 65 jobs in Greenwood County. The state-of-the-art facility will allow company to meet increased demand and grow its product lines, according to company officials. Sites plan for operations in 2025. Lineage Logistics is opening a new automated next-generation distribution center for Smithfield Foods, a vertically integrated food company, and the world's largest pork processor in Olathe, Kansas. The $110 million project is expected to create 127 jobs. Columbia Sportswear. This one's a little near and dear to my heart. Columbia Sportswear and Columbia Brands will expand its presence in Henderson County, Kentucky, with a $3.7 million investment in its existing distribution operation there. It's going to create 175 new full-time jobs. And that's near and dear to my heart because... When I was around 22, 23 years old, I was running a business in Henderson, Kentucky. It's an industrial supply company at an international level. And I ended up somehow getting in with the folks over at Columbia Sportswear and sold them every bit of the pallet racking that went into that distribution facility. So I'm glad to see that it's still there. I'm glad to see that they're still growing. And also, 
I wouldn't mind going by there sometime soon. There was a really great pizza joint called Rock House Pizza not too far from that. So at any rate, that's it for this week's roundup. I'd like for you to reach out to me. If you have a project you'd like featured here on Rounding the Bases, please send me an email. It's chuck at thenextmovegroup.com. Thanks. You're listening to Next Move Group's COO, Ivy Stanley. We know how important it is for you to advocate for the appropriate projects in your community that ultimately help ensure community economic development efforts can be successful. I want to wrap up this week's news segment by making sure you're aware of an updated Frequently Asked Questions document released by the Treasury last week. This 50-page document provides new and additional information about eligible and ineligible uses as well as eligibility and allocations for ARPA funding. If you're interested in additional information or would like to download this document, visit NACO's website today.